Hello, you're watching Proactive London. I'm joined by Adam Wildridge. He's the CEO of Cobra Limited. Adam, very good to speak with you again. Great, Stephen. Thanks very much for having me. You're welcome. Adam, can you give us an overview of the Angami projects and why you decided to go the in-situ route? Sure. So, Stephen, if you look at our Angami project, we've got the better part of 40 kilometers of drill test, the copper-silver mineralization with a consistent grade. Uh, now, this gives you an exploration target in excess of 100 million tons at half a percent copper. Uh, the complications, however, the thickness of cover, steep dip, and grade. And this led us down the path of looking at alternative uh, methods to try and beneficiate both copper and silver uh, on this project, particularly given the scale that we're looking at. So after quite a lot of work, um, we really uh, explored different avenues and found that the project satisfies the key criteria for an in-situ copper recovery process. Um, now, just to give you an idea, if we can get an in-situ copper recovery process working here, this provides us with uh, a low OPEX, low CAPEX, an environmentally friendly way of bringing out both copper and silver on the project. And ideally, we can produce a green copper cathode on site. This is a game changer for Cobra, uh, as well as being hugely beneficial for local communities, and it would change the way targeting is done in so many ways on the Kalahari Copper Belt. And can you provide a bit more detail on how an in-situ recovery process would work uh, and what these recent well tests mean for this? Sure. So really to get an in-situ copper recovery process working requires three uh, key criteria. Um, the first one is really uh, making sure that your mineralization itself is leachable. If you haven't got that, obviously the process won't work. So we're really fortunate in our project to have uh, a chalcosite dominant uh, mineralization with a small oxide component. And that leaches really well. We've done a, a fair bit of met work on that already. Um, the, uh, also an interesting corollary is we found that if we add uh, a chloride to our leaching agent, we can pull the silver out as well. So this could give us a separate silver stream on, stream on the project. Um, the second key criteria for an in-situ operation is making sure that your water table is at the correct depth. And in this regard, we, we actually have a bit of a Goldilocks zone. Um, our water table is sufficiently below uh, surface so that if we had to inject, we're not at risk of um, the leaching agent escaping into the Kalahari cover. Uh, but it's also not too deep so that most of our mineralization is still below the water table. And this is actually a, an ideal situation because we can inject and recover um, successfully from the mineralization. Then the third and most important criteria, you need the right hydrological controls. Uh, and basically what you want is a natural fracture network that's associated with the mineralization itself. So if you look at our project, we've got uh, a very well-defined seal in the footwall and hanging wall and then a very well-developed fracture zone that actually parallels the mineralization along strike. Uh, and that's the target that we'd be going for. So just, you know, the last few months, we've really spent, well, last year, actually, now, we've spent a lot of time modeling this fracture architecture and sort of building up the desktop study to demonstrate that an in-situ copper recovery process would work. Now we get to test it in the field with some real drilling. Um, and we've just finished the first set of drilling uh, for our pump testing. And what that involves is we've put uh, an injection well into the main target fracture zone of interest. And uh, then 
we've run a short-term pumping test, which has basically proven that you can inject into the fracture zone of interest. So not only have we found fractures in the right places, there'd be no surprises. Um, we've uh, identified seals on both sides of this fracture zone. We've also hit uh, a, a fairly good intersection of grade, uh, which runs all the way down to 280 meters. And this demonstrates, you know, that the copper mineralization is extending at depth and remains open-ended. So this is a, this is a, a great add-on to this. Um, our next pumping test will now be to pump over a long period of time, and then you'll essentially get all the hydrogeological parameters that you need um, to design the engineering side of an in-situ copper recovery process. So that, that's our next stage going forward. Plans for the rest of the year, Adam? What can we expect from COBRA? Sure. So um, we, we're basically adopting a three-tier approach. Um, on the one side, our, our sort of first uh, prong, if you like, to our, to our approach is looking for tier ones, really thinking big, uh, doing some big picture exploration, looking for big trap sites where we believe uh, they could be the, the, the real meaty tier one type of deposits. Uh, and this has been done uh, in collaboration with BHP uh, through the Explore program. Uh, we're uh, part of the 2024 BHP Explore cohort, which is uh, a huge opportunity and privilege for us. Um, the second prong of our, of our strategy is to advance and drill some of our uh, high-grade or, or some of our, our small new developing targets. Uh, and the idea with that is to provide some short-term windfalls. Um, and then the third prong is uh, looking at this in-situ recovery process and really moving that along towards uh, getting it uh, towards a scoping study. So the big next steps on the in-situ copper recovery process, we'll do some engineering studies. So, so I guess firstly, we'll close off the hydrological work and we'll really bed down those parameters. That leads us into some engineering and economic studies, some further metallurgical test work, trying to really mimic uh, the in-situ environment uh, and bet down what sort of recoveries we can expect in situ. Uh, and then that leads us to a further stage of uh, resource drilling. We only need 9,000 meters to bring the first 30 million tons uh, into category, for example, which is, which, is, which is really encouraging. And then pilot test and you, you, you're on your way to a scoping study. So I think the next year from that side is, is, is really going to be very exciting. I hope you'll keep us posted on any progress, Adam. Thank you very much for the update today. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Adam Wildridge is the CEO of Cobra Limited.